You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. This is Bloomberg Crypto, a daily Bloomberg iHeart podcast. And I'm Stacey Marie Ishmael, Managing Editor of Crypto for Bloomberg News. It's Tuesday, January 3rd. The relationship between crypto and gaming is not always straightforward. Some gamers and some game companies have outright rejected all things blockchain and crypto. They say the environmental considerations haven't been fully addressed and that turning games into speculative investment opportunities just straight up ruins the fun. Others are cautiously optimistic and experimenting with things like in-game NFTs. A smaller number and a relatively vocal minority are absolutely committed to making blockchain-based games happen. Among those who were committed and vocal? Well, FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried. Earlier this year, FTX announced plans to start its own gaming unit, a platform that would help games companies launch their own tokens, dabble in NFTs, use their infrastructure. FTX had also worked with a handful of gaming startups to expand their gaming footprint in other areas. But in the aftermath of the FTX meltdown, many wondered what the future of those small companies might look like. To make sense of the impact the FTX meltdown has had on the gaming industry, we have Bloomberg reporter Hannah Miller. So we know that within Sam Bankman-Fried's empire, there was this emphasis on gaming both through FTX ventures and through this FTX gaming operation they were developing. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Remind our listeners what you're up to. Yeah, so I am based in San Francisco. I am on the crypto and tech teams, and I cover crypto startups and venture capital. What's going on with crypto startups and venture capital in general? But today we were going to talk specifically about the crypto gaming ecosystem. Now, partly because I love video games and I have the ability to do this. We've had a lot of conversations about, about crypto and gaming on the show. We've heard from our colleague Emily Nicole. We've heard from our colleague Cecilia D'Anastasio. And one of the things that you know they've been clear on is it's not the case that there is a universal agreement or disagreement on the relationship between crypto and games. What have you observed in your reporting? Well, this is a really fun space to write about. I too love video games. 
So it's been really interesting talking to founders over the past few months uh, about their blockchain games. And I think I've seen some really big changes in terms of how people are looking at blockchain gaming. I feel like when crypto was hot, people were like, oh, yeah, this game is all about NFTs. It's all about blockchain. You know, we're we're riding the wave here. But now it feels like people want blockchain to fade into the background. Mm-hmm. You know, they still want to use this technology, but they don't want it to be in your face. So they've gone from this is all about crypto to our favorite phrase, the underlying technology. 100 <laughs> percent. Who were some of the people, particularly in the venture space, who had been promoting the idea of blockchain, gaming and crypto, whether from an underlying technology perspective or otherwise? Well, one of the first names that comes to mind is Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah, we've all heard about his role in the spectacular collapse of FTX. But what some people might not realize is that he was super into gaming. He was actually playing League of Legends during calls with major investors like Sequoia. And they thought this was super cool at the time. But in hindsight, I think it kind of shows, you know, his flippancy towards this space and, you know, the work that he was doing and raises a red flag. (laughs) He was also playing storybook brawl during some recent Twitter spaces, neither of which are blockchain based, I would note. Yeah, he loves storybook brawl so much that FTX acquired them. Now, so FTX, it sounds to me like FTX was thinking about gaming in a couple of different ways. They were promoting blockchain gaming. They had a $100 million fund with Lightspeed to support the Solana gaming ecosystem. And they straight up bought games. Why other than SBF's own interest here? Yeah, I think a lot of people see gaming as an important frontier within blockchain. This is a way to easily onboard regular consumers. It's a fun way to get people involved with things like NFT and crypto tokens. But it's been really interesting to balance that with the backlash that blockchain gaming has faced among regular gamers and regular gaming companies. Mm -hmm. So yes, there was a lot of passion um, in promoting these blockchain gaming projects. But at the same time, Founders and investors had to contend with regular gamers just kind of shaking their fists in the air and saying, we don't want we don't want blockchain in our backyard. Now, let's be clear. Gamers do not only shake their fists in the air. This is like a, a vocal opinionated. I'm just describing myself. But, you know, I remember. So after the storybook role acquisition, they got review bombed. Right. Like a lot of angry gamers were like, this game sucks. Nothing had changed other than the owners. So we're talking about a passionate community. Now, what are some of the objections of this vocal segment of gamers to the existence of crypto in games specifically? Yeah, I think the big question is, why do we need crypto in gaming? And is there really a point here? And a lot of people have looked at examples like Axie Infinity, Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, this is just DeFi wrapped in crappy graphics. This isn't fun. This is just a way for people to make money. This is just a way for people to profit. It's not actually something that's improving my experience in gameplay. One of the more interesting hires that FTX made prior to everything was a person named Amy Wu. Tell me more about Amy Wu. Yeah, Amy Wu, a big name in venture capital, like super hot rising star. 
You know, she had been at light speed before going over to really help oversee FTX Ventures. And any founder I've spoken to who's worked with her has just said how smart she is, that she knows how to ask tough questions. She knows what numbers to ask for. And that she's also, you know, someone who invests in you, will keep that relationship going, look out for you, you know, even after, you know, she's moved places. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I I spoke to people who she invested in them through Lightspeed, but was still like a good contact for them when she was at FTX Ventures. And a big part of her portfolio at Lightspeed and then later at FTX was gaming. Correct. Yeah, she she was a huge force there in terms of, um, you know, investing in gaming startups. And we also know within FTX, there were, was a separate division that was working on gaming, you know, stuff to do with gaming infrastructure. It was still in a pretty nascent stage. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the founders I spoke to were like, yeah, we found it interesting, but it didn't seem like they were ready to start working with us. Or like, we already have all of our infrastructure in place, so we didn't need, you know, that technical support they were offering. So we know that within Sam Bankman-Fried's empire, there was this emphasis on gaming both through FTX Ventures and through this FTX gaming operation they were developing. Not to mention that Alameda Research, the trip crypto trading firm he helped found before FTX, they were also an extremely active gaming investor. So you've got all of these different explicitly and implicitly interconnected bits of the FTX empire. Now they're all in bankruptcy. What does this mean for the founders they invested in? What does it mean for the founders, for the the games they acquired? Yeah, so it was interesting talking to founders about this, you know, especially those who had received equity investments from either Alameda or FTX. So with the bankruptcy proceedings, it seems like that, you know, those shares of equity will be up for grabs. Mm -hmm. So these companies and projects could still, could soon have new owners. Just to recap, an equity investment is in exchange for boatloads of money from either Alameda or FTX or FTX Ventures, they offered shares in their companies back to these folks. Yeah, yeah. And so it it was interesting talking to the founders because some of them, they're like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, yeah, like these shares are going to go up, you know, with with uh, everything else that's, you know, involved in this bankruptcy. But it's. Very interesting to think that, yeah, they could have new owners who scoop up these shares uh, on the cheap. Which is a lot of uncertainty for the companies involved. For sure. Are the games going to survive? Yeah, everyone I spoke to is super confident. And yes, they see this as a setback for the whole industry. And some of them have have had to make serious changes. Mm -hmm. Um, Just even before the collapse of FTX, they were doing layoffs, tightening budgets, um, you know, some founders at, at all costs are saying, you know, I don't want to cut salaries. I don't want to let people go. I'm working on every option to make sure that doesn't happen. I'm trying to raise funding for my investors. Up next, more from Bloomberg reporter Hannah Miller on what the collapse of FTX has meant for the crypto gaming industry. We'll be right back. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. 
You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. I want to switch slightly to talk about GameStop. An incredible rally in GameStop today. Ignoring all valuations, all fundamentals. GameStop, of course, over the last three days into today, up more than 80% as those message board Which traders was simply send it higher. Hero of the meme stock revolution decided to become involved in crypto in different ways. We're talking about getting into NFTs. They had a deal with FTX where they would sell FTX gift cards. Yeah, no, they had this this deal with FTX, um, like you said, to you know sell the gift cards. It was this partnership, and it seems unclear <laughs> what is going to happen here with that. I've reached out to GameStop, have not gotten, oh, not heard back from them, but it, it is interesting. They, I mean, this was a big, high-profile partnership. Uh, the GameStop NFT marketplace, like other marketplaces, um, has seen sales decline. And whether the FTX name will taint them moving forward uh, is, is a big, a big possibility. In a similar vein to their partnerships with, I would describe that as like a traditional gaming retailer, FTX sponsored an esports company called TSM. I think it was one of their larger deals was like more than $200 million in in gaming rights. So I have had a theory, which I think I've espoused in this podcast, that there isn't a lot of room between like gaming and crypto, not because those things should necessarily be related, but because they tend to appeal to similar kinds of people. In the sort of the grand scheme of esports, GameStop, etc., do you think that some of this was like just FTX marketing, being like, we want to get in front of people who might want to trade on our platform, in addition to them all being diehard gamers themselves? Yeah, I mean, the the esports deal, that was a really big team uh, or is a really big team. So to, to get on board with them, I think, was a huge play. And again, just part of FTX's giant push to get to infiltrate mainstream consciousness. Mm -hmm. And with, yes, I do think this comes from a personal passion and personal interest from Sam Bankman-Fried, but there also is a lot of hype about blockchain gaming within the space. Even during this crypto winter, you know, we've seen resilience among crypto venture capital investing Mm -hmm. in blockchain gaming. You know, there are these, these NFT deals still happening. You know, there are still gaming companies that use blockchain who are scoring big valuations and raising funds. So, and even speaking to investors, you know, they see blockchain gaming as a way for the space to survive and even regain whatever legitimacy it had before uh, FTX's collapse. 
one area that sometimes gets conflated with blockchain gaming is the metaverse. (laughs) If, as you may have to do in your stories or to your relatives, like if you were to explain the difference between these two and and who they're trying to appeal to, what would you say? Yeah, it's it's always a tough thing to explain, but... Yeah, the metaverse, I I always describe it as a more immersive version of the internet. You know, like maybe it'll use virtual reality, augmented reality, where you can see the the digital world that you're in around you. Mm -hmm. And I always mention the movie Ready Player One or the book, too. You know, I I think that's like people's idealized version of the metaverse in some ways. Dark stuff happened in In that book. In some ways, yes. (laughs) Very bleak in different ways. I think people would see like what the the end the end vision of that metaverse as being the ideal not not what it is the majority of the book and movie but with that crypto advocates have kind of stepped in this space by arguing that that world should run on blockchain that there should you know the currencies the assets that you use in the game should be based on blockchain because it allows gamers to actually hold and own um, these things that they're using in these virtual worlds. And a big person who has invested in those kinds of games in the metaverse and who stands to benefit potentially from the decline of FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried is Yatsu and Animoca. Tell our listeners just a little bit about the Animoca empire. Animoca is huge. You know, it's it's based in Asia. Uh, Yatsu's just been an incredible force within the industry in terms of helping to develop blockchain games, invest in blockchain games. So Animoca uh, is an investor in Axie Infinity or in Sky Mavis, the developer of Axie Infinity. And it also owns the Sandbox, which is the super popular, well, they want it to be. Right. You see, I remember you writing that it yeah. had like 500 daily active users. Yeah, well, it, there was this report that they had that. And I, I spoke to Yatsu about it and, and wrote an article. Um, and, you know, he explained that there are other ways to measure engagement in the sandbox versus, you know, blockchain transactions and buying stuff in you know the marketplace. And, you know, he even said something like, you know, oh, in virtual worlds, you'll be able to have metrics like gross domestic product. And that'll show, you know, what engagement looks like and your jobs created even. So it's it's been very interesting to kind of see how people form their conceptions of what success means Mm -hmm. in blockchain gaming. I think what Animoca has done, what Yatsu has done is really help lift up some of the biggest names in blockchain gaming currently. And with Axie Infinity, you know, that obviously broke a lot of barriers, but I think it they see it as sort of like the first step, maybe not necessarily the future. Right, because as you put it so memorably at the beginning, it was like, is this DeFi just wrapped in crappy graphics? The idea is to play that game, you were essentially like minting tokens and engaging in microtransactions and trying to get a return on those microtransactions. Whereas something like Storybook Ball, which is actually fun, had no crypto elements at the time of its acquisition, but could foreseeably support things like you mentioned, where you have in-game NFTs or others. So it seems like there's a spectrum of ways to think about what blockchain and games could look like. 
Definitely. Yeah, we're still figuring out what exactly uh, this space could look like. And, you know, when I talk to blockchain gaming enthusiasts, they say, okay, there are developers coming over. There are big name companies that are sort of softening their stance and getting interested in, you know, NFTs and blockchain. So we'll see what happens. But I do think what's happened with FTX and considering FTX's presence Mm -hmm. in the blockchain gaming space, there have been setbacks and that might delay, you know, mainstream acceptance of crypto games. If any of our listeners are big fans of crypto games, send us an email at crypto at Bloomberg.net and tell me and Hannah what we should be playing. Hannah, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. You can find more of Hannah Miller's reporting on the Bloomberg Terminal and on Bloomberg.com. And if you do have a recommendation for your favorite blockchain game, make sure to email us at crypto at Bloomberg.net. This is Bloomberg Crypto, a daily podcast from Bloomberg and iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Send us your comments, questions, or suggestions for the show to crypto at Bloomberg.net. The supervising producer of Bloomberg Crypto is Vicky Vergolina. Our senior producer is Janet Babin. Our producers are Mohamed Farouk and Sharon Bariro. Our associate producers are Ty Butler and Moses Undam. Desta Wonderad is our engineer. Original music by Leo Sidron. I'm Stacey Marie Ishmael. We'll be back tomorrow. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.